Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Talk Time Podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. Hello and welcome to another wonderfully professional episode of the Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. I've used the other intro because I clicked on the wrong video. Marvellous start to the day. <laughs> God, this is great. Um, joining me today to talk about things in a much better professional manner than I am is Claire. <laughs> promises, Hello, Claire. promises, mate. <laughs> All your... All your work groups now are going, yeah, we're not listening anymore beyond this. It's all a ploy to make them go, well, that's enough. I can pretend <laughs> I heard her. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. I'm yeah. still a little bit um, shell-shocked from last night, to be quite <laughs> honest. Um, I fully intended to come home and go straight to bed, and then like, about three hours later, still lying there wide awake. Like, what happened? Like, yeah. what is going on? Um, yeah, crazy. I have a new theory, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking along the lines of we're either about to announce or um, Matt has got some dealings with some in-play betting app, because <laughs> I, I've made, not a fortune, I don't bet a lot of money, but I've made quite a, a, a good profit on, mm-hmm. as soon as something goes a goal down, I'm like, here we go, let's <laughs> get on there. Um, 95th minute, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you, guys. Um, and I know, uh, I think, um, I've got Nick. Has, has, has made a little bit of the weekend, oh, no, yeah, the weekend and um, yesterday as well. Mm. So, um, but any players that do listen, we quite like boring 2 0 wins as well. Yeah. So, yeah, if you could score two goals in the first five minutes and then do nothing for the rest of the game, we, we're quite happy with that as well. That's yeah. <laughs> just as good. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy bunch. And um, so, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, I have to say, I was a little bit. A little bit too confident because I was like, oh, you know what, it's Colchester. Um, 
I think there was a little bit of an element of that going into it, wasn't there? You know, we've mm -hmm. um, we've been lucky uh, and had two really good results against them earlier in the season, you know, in the league and and also in the in the Pizza Cup. So you kind of think to yourself, oh, we're just playing them again. Like, it's just kind of going through the paces. <laughs> so I must have been, I probably felt the same going into it, thinking, oh, yeah, that's no, fine, done deal. Um, and that first goal was a bit of a, oh... Okay. Here's a play. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, like we're actually gonna have to yeah, try a little bit harder here. Um, and I think yeah, I was a bit disappointed. And then there was a moment kind of where I was very much sulking because it wasn't going the way I intended to. Um, and I think even like you know, John James turned around to me and went, What a face, and I was like, We're losing, and I don't know how to deal with that right now. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a new thing. <laughs> new for me. <laughs> Carry on. Um, but yeah, I think um we didn't allow ourselves to kind of rest on uh, on what was going on, did we? And we uh, to bring out some of the cliches, we we go to the end, don't we? And we uh, yeah. we don't give up. We refuse to accept that we're beaten. So um yeah, it's uh, a nice way to end it, but I'm not sure that my heart can take many more games like that. It's just unreal. Yeah, I mean I as I say, a little bit of overconfidence or arrogance, I don't know, but um, the the Newport County guys were um, speculating that on Saturday, if things went their way, they could be fourth, uh, the third. And they were saying, oh, we need this result, this result, and if something, uh, if they draw, I was like, you're forgetting we got Colchester tonight. That's, that's, that's almost a gimme. What's wrong with you? And then as that goal went in, I was like, why? Why? <laughs> How do I delete that quickly? Quickly get back. <laughs> then Tant scored his first home goal, mm -hmm. um, which has been a, it's been coming, but it has been a little bit of a come on, come on, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. Um, and then the penalty. Where? where so were I you? was. Um, I was on the curve, but right at the end, by actually right by the secure core terrace. Yeah. Gesturing as if I'm there now. Yeah. Yeah. So right <laughs> at the end, and um, if I'm being entirely honest, I seem to be in the minority, but um, me and everyone around me thought it was absolutely a penalty. And oh, to the point where I saw it happen and nothing, because it took a while for the ref to make a decision. And I went, oh, we're getting away with that. <laughs> and then obviously what proceeded to happen. But everybody else seemed to be, um, like I've spoken to him, convinced that it, it, you know, it hit the um, the post and it wasn't, um, it wasn't a handball. But I'm pretty convinced from where we were that it was. I was sure it was. Yeah. Um, as soon as I saw it. My first instinct was, shit, that's a penalty. Mm. I think, and again, we all know that my memory is awful, but I think that a few people behind the goal got a little bit, um, went on autopilot as soon as they saw the handball, and they went, handball, and went quiet. And I think that's what the linesman was kind of going, hang on a minute. <laughs> what did they do? Yeah, it wasn't the sharpest tool, was it? Yeah, and then I think but, following that, he made the point of raising his flag for every little yeah. thing going it yeah. was that two seconds or so i was like we've got away with this we've got away with this that and, was genuinely oh, my thought man. Um, man. and i said as much to my brother i was like oh we were we're getting away <laughs> yeah. with that um, yeah but, but no. no it's it's they obviously scored it as well which is um highlight for everyone's evening um and so we're going two one down um but we've kind of been all right um apart from those two goals it wasn't a huge amount to worry us. I know goals. No, and but... I think that we um we didn't deserve to um I mean that first goal especially. I mean I don't think we deserved 
for them to go uh, ahead twice. I just think it was a little bit of a, they've done nothing but score those two goals. Yeah. And I think that's always a really frustrating thing when you mm. think, when you can sit there and go, oh, we, you know, we kind of deserve that and that's fine. They've had the majority of play, but I don't even think that they had that. I think no. it was just, they got two goals. Um, mm. So I'm yeah. glad that we managed to to dig ourselves out of that one yeah. twice, effectively. But but we, I mean, we had quite a few chances as well. I mean, the, on the on the penalty, we had a few chances to get rid of it as well before the penalty. Um, but we, yeah, we had quite a few chances and things that were just, it was starting to creep in with that little, is it not going to fall for us? Um, but we absolutely battered them. Um, second half, we could have scored several yeah, we should goals. Have, we should have um, scored more, I think. But yeah. you know, you take me there, you? <laughs> exactly. But I, I have to admit, when that last attack, when Ali got the ball, I'm screaming, shoot. And when he passed it out wide to, to Randall, I was like, oh. And obviously, when he slotted it in, he's a world class player. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did think, oh man, is that chance gone? Um, but I think even for me, before even before that, there was that bit of a, a kind of a scramble in the box where I think some of us thought maybe it went over the line and the, mm. the keeper was on the floor. And I was like, I think that was in. Um, my brother reliably informed me that it was not, but um, I was uh, adamant. But yeah, I think even um, you know subbing off Isaac after scoring two, I was like, "Are we sure? Like, what are we doing here?" <laughs> and and, and then, um, shortly after as well. Yeah, and then you know you can kind of uh, credit Donovan for contributing to that third, so it, it all works out in the in the end. But I was a bit like, "Why are we doing this?" Um, uh, Absolutely, I was. Um... I was surprised that he came off so willingly as well. I mean, it was always going to come off, but it was like, I don't want a hat-trick here. <laughs> um, so, and then India coming off, I was like, That's, he's, had, he's just had his best game for us. Yeah. Um, but again, come back to the point that this is why I pay to watch football rather but than like, actually run a football team. <laughs> <laughs> I am no football manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's why. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was it was amazing, and you sort of leave there as you say on, a, on another high, and then the realization as you open up your, your phone and you have a look and you're like, that's third. We're, yeah, it's, we're it's, more than halfway through the season, and we're not far off that um, magical fifty that we all <laughs> cling to, are we? And yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> and I said I said last night to a couple of people, you know. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting cocky. I'm absolutely getting cocky. And I always said, you know, oh, like one season in uh, League Two, like, yeah, that's great kind of thing. But I never thought that maybe our one league season in League Two would be because we go up to League One. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I think it's a dare to dream situation, to be quite oh. honest. Like, it may well not happen. And I wouldn't be upset if it didn't happen. Do you know I mean, we're riding no, high. Yeah, yeah. And this, this is more than I ever, ever expected to have with Sutton. Um, but League I mean, League One would be nice. So if you're listening, Matt, keep going. I could go happy. Go on. Don't listen. Don't listen to Bruce. Listen to us. <laughs> Bruce will slap me silly for that one. <laughs> I've, I think when I sort of did this again when I restarted it, I think Jenny had mentioned, and Bruce was walking past us, and he told him to shut up very clearly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think he'd be best pleased in the slightest, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but no, he's he's, he's all joking. I mean, obviously, he'd, he'd be he's just got his calculator out. That's exactly just sitting there going, the okay, Now, what? Now, what? How much <laughs> is this going to cost me? That's what I do. That's what I do with We get more money out. if we go up anyway. So, yeah. I mean, that will surely work out. That's what I have to do every time I hear 
dad, how much is this going to cost me? Just lots. What <laughs> yeah, I need to pay. Um, but just there was a lot of comment before the game started because obviously um, seeing the team sheet come out and and no no David. I think what... everyone panicked, didn't they? <laughs> it was an all... It went from zero to panic really quickly. I think I was quite lucky in that respect because very quickly after somebody had sent the team sheet round. <laughs> Uh, somebody said, oh, he took a knock. Um, so I felt quite, you know, calm after that. But there was a lot of panic, I think, from a lot of people like, oh, it's January. Where has he gone? Yeah. Has he gone back? And I think that everyone went into panic mode, which is totally understandable because we don't want to lose him, do we? Um, no. uh, he's very much our boy now. So <laughs> they should just let us have him full time, Zars. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was... A lot of people were wandering around going, oh, is that even sold? And then there was one or two people on Twitter clearly trolling, going, yeah, yeah, he's been bought. Yeah, no, no, go away, go away, leave us alone. Um, but yeah, it was it was a knock. Um, thank God. Well, not thank God, obviously. Thank God, but... Play. but I, I I did wonder, again, being that a little bit arrogant, I did wonder, did Matt think, well, he had a game on Saturday, apart from the wonderful cross, he was mm -hmm. kind of in and out of the game. Let's rest him and have him strong for the for the game on Saturday against. North I mean, Paris. Saturday's the big one, isn't it? Really, it's uh, <coughs> it's a big deal. I did yeah. I did say actually yesterday to uh, to Dave when we were um, when we were losing. I was like, I can't do the podcast tomorrow if we lose because me and Mike are the biggest pessimists going, and it'll be the most <laughs> miserable thing anyone's well, ever lose. That's it. Now. We're all, we're all down with it. I was I, like, I, what, I, what doom and gloom? Yeah, I was I was looking at it all, and I was like, right, okay. Let's see if all these teams win their game in hand on us. Where are we going to be then? And I'm like, we're still in the playoffs. Even if magically they managed to all mm. do it, would still there's and there's a gap as well. I'm, so, I mean, going into Saturday, <clears throat> I'd take a draw all day long. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I know. There's loads of people that love those phrases of "I'd take a draw." Well, who offers these things? But no, yeah. you're, you're right. If 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 we could argue, because I, I think they're going to be well up for it. Um, oh, absolutely, because, I think we both um, are though. Yeah. Well, because. Because we, we kind of, I know you guys went to Northampton and came away, we've battered them, and then everyone has been watching Northampton going, is that the same team that we, we absolutely, they, they looked awful, so how, how are they doing so well? Um, I mean, I'm hoping the guy from, they, they're going to join us in a moment to, to sort of give us an insight there. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just the whole season has just been It's crazy. been an absolute dream, hasn't it, really? Yeah. I think yeah. it's like... Um, the scenes on Saturday of, of like, you know, celebrating a draw, and you would have thought that we walked away with some, like, ridiculous 7-0 victory with the way we all mm. went about it. And But it was, it was just that euphoric feeling of, like, we've got here, and I think anything else is a bonus. And I don't think uh, yeah. going into this, any of us expected what no. we have. Like, we thought, you know, we'll do all right, we'll hold our own, because, as everyone says, there isn't much difference between you know, um, this league and um, and the National League. But, you know, it's it's still, it's big boy football, isn't it? We, we didn't really know what, what to expect, did we? We were kind of like, oh, oh, okay. Because um, we've all been brought up and fed a diet of non-league, non-league. Yeah. We kind of, if we're all pushed, I think, well, certainly for me, if we were pushed to say, well, what, where do you see your club real natural home? I would have said top of south, bottom of national somewhere anyway. somewhere there um but to go up another one <laughs> crazy talk um but yeah i know there's a lot of us going on about 50 points 50 points 50 points we, it, 
we were always going to be safe. I know from the start of the season, it's a it's a it's a big claim, but from the start of the season, we were, I feel we we're always going to be there or thereabouts. Um, but as as you mentioned, we've we've got big game on Saturday. Um, but before I jump into talking a bit more about that game on Saturday, it was a little thing I wanted to say. Is obviously starting the podcast, you know, I'm all very very professional, um, and I'm really really good, and I've wanted to promise to bring everyone um, best podcast I possibly can. Um, on that note, I'm going to bring in the uh, Charles from Cobblers to Me, who is an award-winning podcast. So I am prom- delivering my promise of bringing you guys the best podcast. I mean, I I commented on, uh, on uh, when you were on with Dan the other day. I mean, no pressure on me bringing in professionals. I'm like, <laughs> dear, oh dear, it's not quite what I yes. signed up for. <laughs> so how do you like the introduction there, Charles? <laughs> yeah, thanks very much, guys. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, it was very good. Um, Thank you. <laughs> good, good, good. So we are obviously playing you guys on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just mentioned, I don't know how much you, you heard backstage, is when the Chaps went on earlier in the season, we beat you 2-0. Um, mm-hmm. And we've been a bit surprised at how it's gone for you since. Um, how did you think it was going to go this season? And are we sort of ahead of our expectations? Yeah, I think realistically, for me anyway, I was expecting this season to be a bit of a transition. Uh, we got relegated last season, obviously, and it was very much a case of sort of going new management team, pretty much a whole new side, more or less. Um, so therefore, I was very much thinking to myself, it's it's probably most likely going to be one of those seasons where Nothing too exciting happens. Maybe we'll flirt a bit with promotion, but, uh, you know, it'll probably end up being one of those where we sort of do win-lose, draw, win-lose, draw type sequences. <clears throat> but it's turned out to be better than that. And I think mainly down to the fact that it's been the squad that's been put together and the coaching team that's been put together have been so united everything that you know that, that they're doing there's a big thing for us with the fact that the coaching team are all local or have affinity with the football club from years past Colin Calderwood is our assistant manager he was our manager back in 2003 I think 2003 to 2005 or 6 um John Brady is the manager uh, was our youth team academy under 18s manager before he got moted after Keith Hills King. Um, and Mark Richards is our former striker who lifted the League Two title for us back in 2016. <clears throat> so all of these people have all got... And even if you go back to that, you know, the goalkeeping coach has come back to the club. I think he was away at Coventry. He was our youth team academy goalkeeping coach previously. Uh, now he's been brought back to be the first team goalkeeping coach. Our fitness coach, uh, Ashley... Um, he got the job having been at the University of Northampton, got an internship, and then went on and got given the academy and again promoted. So there's this big connection between all of them, and that then helps us connect with them because they're all pretty much local um, or have an affinity from previous times. And they've what they've done is that they've just brought this team of players in and they've shown them the community side of the football club. They've shown them 
what it means to play for Northampton and what it means for the fans. And they've all basically bought into it. And we're seeing that with the results on the pitch. It helps when you've got a couple of really good bits of quality in the squad as well, of course. But essentially, it all comes down to that unity, that teamwork, that team thick. And I'd probably say that... <clears throat> We're defying expectations. We are overdoing my expectations from the beginning of the season. But the problem is, is that especially with us, with Northampton, because we are a, a bigger club in this division, I therefore the expectation changes as we go on. So now we're where we are. I mean, I'm just going to forget the fact that you put us down into fourth last night. And uh, I'm just going to pretend that we're still... In the automatics um, but you know we're in that top four so my expectations now turn towards automatic promotion playoffs at a bare minimum essentially we're, we're still talking about winning 50 points um, <laughs> we're, we're very pessimistic um 50 team 50 points um but no this sounds like a lot of similarities um a lot of our backroom are something through and through um, or connections with something. Um, Matt, the manager, didn't have. Um, but I don't know if, if you remember, Claire, when he first joined and we heard that Matt Gray was joining the coaching staff. We were like, hey, it's Matt Gray, from a player from years ago. And it wasn't. So um, <laughs> a little disappointed, but it's worked out all right, I think, in, in the end. Um, but yes, same as a lot of um, the backroom staff. I've, I've got connections to us and all the players have definitely 100% bought into it. Um, just saying last night... Uh, Tanto, who's our striker from Millwall, um, scored his first home league goals, first home goals at all, I think, actually, um, this season. And um, he was hooked off when he had got two. And I'm not much of a player, but I would have been furious. But he just, off he, off he went and tried off. So it's all those little things that you're like, oh, this, this, there was a good little group of players there. Um, so what can we expect from you guys on Saturday? Are you going to come out all guns blazing, do you reckon, to get a to take get a bit of revenge or i don't I, I think the one thing that we are very good at is that as a team we don't really look like there's no talk of getting revenge there's no talk of having that kind of vengeance on the mind or you know there's absolutely none of that at all i think the most that we if we've heard anything already i'm not sure but the most that we'll probably get is going to be um, we saw how good Sutton can be on their day last time that we played each other. I think that is literally the We are very respectful as a, as a club, I think, towards the opposition, no matter who it is. Um, and so I think we'll, we'll basically, we'll, we'll look to go out there and, and stamp our authority on the match. Now, the, the, the good thing about Joe Brady's management is that he really looks at each game individually. So he will really look to see who he's playing next, to see then how he goes and, you know, tries to not just nullify the opposition, but then to find and exploit weaknesses. The Forest Green Rovers game on Saturday, prime example, uh, he went 4-3-3. And we've not played 4-3-3 for goodness knows how long this season at all. But it's been a long time. Not only did he go 4-3-3, four, four, uh, four, three, three, but he also went strikerless. So he literally got full manager out of his boot and just started playing. <laughs> I thought he was Jurgen Klopp. But it worked. And you're looking at it and you're just going, right, 
before kickoff, everybody's going, what is this team sheet? What's going on here? This is ridiculous. I can't believe um, the new guy Zimba on loan from Cardiff isn't starting. All this, that and the other. And, and that's what I was saying. And then we go out and we, we should have been about 2-0 up in the first seven minutes. Uh, if it wasn't for the post. And uh, yeah, and a decent save, I think, from their keeper. We would have gone... 2 0 up early doors would have been a completely different match. Um, it's difficult for me to then say, right, this is what you guys should expect from us because our game plan will be based purely on you guys. So the only real worry that I've got is that Matt Gray does exactly the same and then both teams kind of nullify each other completely. Which is exactly what will happen, because I think we're in the same boat there where we absolutely do our homework and there are people out watching games all over the place knowing what's coming up. So I think, yeah, that there is definitely going to be an element of that where we've both uh, we've both uh, looked at what's coming up and um, it will be interesting to see how that plays off. Um, so we're all putting our money on either a 5-5 thriller or a nil-nil ball. <laughs> well, well let, gonna let's be each other out or... it's, it's, it's going to be a five-all draw, isn't it, with you guys? You love a dingle, <laughs> don't you? Crikey. Yeah. Goals galore. Oh, no, nothing boring happening in Sutton, is there? Crikey. No. And people, again, last night, Claire, you probably saw this as well. People leaving on like 83, 84 minutes. And it's like, have you never seen any of our games? Why would you leave? You never leave before the end. This is something that I got no. taught as a kid by my dad. You never leave before the end. You never know what's going to happen. Absolutely not. Because I, I, I did that a long time ago. I was um, at a game with, I'm sure going to love it because you can hear me, with, with Sally. It was a cup match. Um, I want to say Kettering a long time ago. I don't remember if it was or not. And we, we weren't playing very well. It was freezing and it was just petering out into... Um, we were going to lose 2-1 or something. I don't know what it was, but it was, we were definitely going to lose. As I got out, the big cheer went up and um, we actually ended up winning on penalties. Um, so someone's going to know what game it was because we don't do many penalties anyway. Um, but from that moment on, I was like, nope, I don't care if we're 4-0 down. <laughs> we are staying until the very, very bitter, bitter end. Um, but yeah, people streaming out is mad, especially as you say. I mean, the last two games, 97 and 94, and that 97th minute goal, I mean, it, it felt like we won the FA Cup, quite frankly. It was just unreal. I mean, I was quite inebriated, so I'm surprised I noticed it. But um, it was uh, it was incredible. So, um, yeah, definitely stays to the end. I think it'd be a hard-fought game from, from both sides. Um, but yeah. as I said to Mike before you joined, I'd, I'd happily take a draw all day long. <laughs> we actually also mentioned what you were just saying about the... Um, questioning the decisions and the why is he doing this and why is he doing that and we literally the words i speak said was and this is why we pay to watch football and not run a club and not manage teams um but there were uh, just a couple of little things i don't know i saw a little bit on social media um you guys obviously get mentioned that there's no alcohol in the pub in the, in the club um there isn't we're <laughs> well, not you saw that did you yeah we're not there yet <laughs> <laughs> this is People have to forgive us and let us let us let us catch up because we're not supposed to be here. Um, we still come from a very very background of swapping at halftime, all going into the bar afterwards and having a drink with each other, and we're not allowed to do any of that anymore. So it's all it's all a bit um, strange for us. 
Um, but there is a lot of the away fans go up to um, Gander, uh, which is just a little bit up the road. And what's the other thing I saw? Oh, yeah, this, if anyone's coming by train, apparently there's no trains going through West Sutton. Um, so you have to come down the high street, which, again, is quite a nice stroll. But, um, it's a good pub crawl, actually, to be fair. There's a lot of pubs is. if you start at the top and work your way down. <laughs> exactly. Sorted. <laughs> All sorted, then. <laughs> I only have a grudge against a few of them. Anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> um, so I will, I will let you go because I know you've got another uh, another call to jump onto, Charles. Um, well, I, 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 was, I can stay for a bit longer if you want to. I've got no problem at all. No worries. There, there was one other little thing I was going to mention. And um, as you heard in my intro, I'm not exactly the most professional in the world. But I got this email the other day and it said that um, my podcast was in the Apple charts at 238 which first made me laugh um, but then it was i realized it was a very niche specific uk football podcast so i was like oh, okay we've narrowed it down um but then it made me laugh even more that it was i'd fallen 68 places because i didn't get to do one last week because we didn't have a match and then as i looked up i saw you guys were like 210 i'm like hang on a minute i'm missing the top company here <laughs> i have no idea what this chart means i've never seen it before in my life i don't know what it what it comes under but... i i would i i happily talk you through it any time mike not a problem at all would I, mean, you? I i wouldn't worry about it right i mean i'll, I'll put my, my work hat on here if you want for a second and talk about podcasting but essentially but essentially that chart is yeah, we don't even necessarily know exactly how it works like how you bump them down and left right and center we've been as high as in the top 50 and then you know as low as not being it so i mean it, it depends what day of the week you look it depends what, <coughs> you, what you've been putting out it depends on loads of different things and uh, the one thing that you've got to keep doing is is just keep doing the podcast keep talking to your audience keep looking at you know at the end of the day what we do is actually the easiest type of podcast in the world to know who you want to listen because yeah. you just want certain United fans to listen. You know, that is exactly who the audience is. <laughs> but you can always turn around. You can just go like this. And go, right, well, you know, I, I, you know, obviously, I don't know how many listens you get. But, you know, I turn around and look at my listeners and I go, right, well, if you get a thousand listens to the episode, then I go, right, okay, how many people attend a home match? It's about five to six thousand that will attend a home match. So therefore, I'm getting one fifth of my audience. So I look at it that way and go, "This is brilliant." If you're getting, yeah. you know, forgive me, I don't even know what your attendance is. You know, me a couple of thousands, roughly. We're so just over three at the moment. Yeah. Okay, so about three thousand. So two and a half of those will be home fans usually because you only know yeah. about seven of us come. And uh, there's another little dig. <laughs> we here. haven't got uh, the room. <laughs> <laughs> and um so if you then turn around and you're getting sort of 200 people listening or 200 downloads whatever it is then you get 10 percent of your you know of your targeted mm. audience i mean that's that's really good i mean in any other kind of marketing then people would be buying your hand off and stuff like that <laughs> so you know well, just just keep doing what you're doing a lot of it is just about yeah, talking just to keep, fans keep, and talking about keep yeah, keep and it doesn't it hurt if every now and again you say something controversial. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I, I choose who comes on really, really carefully, don't I, Claire? Because I don't I'm, know. I'm, well, <laughs> sometimes one or two slip through. Um, but as soon as someone comes on with an opinion, I'm like, 
hang on, you can't say that. I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, I've lost connection. <laughs> but yeah, I hear what you mean. I've had a couple other people say that. Um, I can't remember who it was. I think it was um, Craig from Mansfield Matters. He said he has to admit when it's a loss, it does bump his figures up a little bit because he's got a lot of people wanting to join in the chats and stuff. Um, but you know, we'll it's weird that, I mean, we, we're the opposite. So when we have a, especially if we have a run of these, then the amount of people listening goes down. I think that is simply because of the fact that people go, I've had enough. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> listen to even more about it. Do you know, no. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it swings and roundabouts with it. And essentially, and you know, the one thing I would always say about our, the type of podcast that we make, you're making it for the fans. You're making it for the yeah. people that go to watch it. You're not making it for the football club. If no. you were making for the football club, then you, it would be a very different thing and probably the same as what anybody else can go and get on, like, I don't know where, who yeah. covers your games, the BBC or <laughs> local commercial or community stations. They'd go and get that info and that, that content from there. You, we're <coughs> a unique position where we can turn around and we can call a spade spade. We can turn around and say, I don't like that player, not for him being him, but, you know, for his style yeah. of play or his performance levels or his form we can we can say that stuff without the repercussions of you know well you're not allowed to come and talk to our players anymore yeah. you don't need that and at the end no. of the day it's the best part of doing this is that you 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 know when when you whenever you come and do your next one after you know you've been smashed eight nil by us on Saturday, then <laughs> you can come on and you can have a go at the goalkeeper for being terrible. You can come on and say strikers, <laughs> you can do all of that sort of stuff because you've got no one to answer to apart from your listeners. And at the end of the day, you're a fan of Sutton United. You both are, so you will know how you feel about any result. You'll know how you feel about the performance, and therefore you can then project that. You know full well that there's a, the vast majority are going to agree with you, and the yeah. best ones that we sometimes get are when we literally are turning around and just saying what the rest of the fan base is saying. You know, I mean, when when we did when we won at Wembley during lockdown in 2020, um, we did uh, we went so we don't do it like this. We don't do a live stream on social media. We just called on a Sunday night, just the three or four of us. And then I hit it and put it out. Uh, and it goes live on the Tuesday. But for those playoff games, we decided to do live previews before the game, literally the half an hour before. And we didn't plan it, but we decided that we'd go live on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere straight after the games as well. I had a bottle of gin on my desk that was full at the start of the game against Exeter at Wembley. Come three o'clock in the morning, it was empty, and our chair had been on from America, where, and we were trying to get him to jump in a swimming pool in celebration. <laughs> you know, all this sort of stuff. It's mad, yeah. But it happened. But you enca- you're, you're capturing and you're encapsulating yeah. exactly what Getting the rest that of the moment, fans yeah. are feeling. No, so that's absolutely. all you have to keep doing and, and just keep going. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's fairly new, um, and there were two people I'm actually going to mention because. Um, at the Exeter match, someone spoke to me and said, oh, you're the guy that does the podcast. And I, it wasn't someone I knew. So there's people I know that I think feel obligated to listen sometimes. Um, but they, it's a complete stranger. Some people I know don't listen sometimes. Um, <laughs> a complete stranger was saying, you're the guy that does the podcast. And I probably just panicked and was like, ah, run away. And then when I was at the ladies match, another guy said it as well. So 
to, to Mark and Steve. Um, hello. And um, I did promise I'd, I'd say their names so they can listen to it. And I am sorry, I'm a panic look on my face and I ran away because I wasn't really expecting it. If anyone else wants to say hi, you don't expect it. from it. Yeah, it's the one thing you don't expect that that's going to happen and that's going to come yeah. from it. You just <laughs> yeah. have to. You have to embrace it, Mike. And take your new celebrity status. It doesn't work for Mike because he's he's no. normally just such a grumpy person, doesn't want to talk to anyone, and yeah. now everybody wants to talk to I him. I know. It doesn't go with this I... whole image. Do you know do you know the guy that came to the Lake Norian match with me? Yeah. Claire, and various people spoke to me. And I sort of said to him, Oh, I'm really sorry. I don't I don't I don't usually talk to that many people. And he just laughed. I mean, yeah, you said that the last time I came as well. And then when I went to some of the, one of the pizza cup matches with work as well, he went back to work and go, he fucking talks to everyone. He's, he gives all gives all this shit that you don't talk to people, but he just chats to every single person. And I'm still come back from games thinking, oh, I didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> Apparently I do. Apparently I'm more social than I thought I was. Um, but hopefully it's going to be a great game on Saturday. Um, I, I do hope it's going to be the, uh, the, the, the latter, the 5-5 the five, five draw rather than the 0-0 nil, nil draw. Um, but does anyone actually have a prediction? Do you want me to go first and then go you can on, get me out of the way? And you can really say some, I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, we've been talking about this uh, in our um, in our community that we have on Slack with, with some of our listeners. And everyone thinks it's going to be, although it might be a bit cagey, everyone seems to believe that there's definitely goals in it. And... That might be wishful thinking, but I do think looking at what you guys, you know, do, you know, was it, were you 2-0 down last night to come back or did you just go behind that, twice? That, I can't remember. Yeah, what. Saturday it was 2-0 down for 3-3 three, three, and yesterday was yeah. um, behind twice to, to come back and win 3-2. Yeah. So, you know, you, your your guys don't go up it's against Forest Green Rovers, you know, on Saturday. That was a 95th minute equaliser. We don't give up. We don't stop. So it's going to be, I think, a really interesting game. And I think it's going to be a real test for, for both sides, to be honest, because you guys are flying and you're probably flying on the, on the just the, the, the amazingness of what you've achieved over the last couple of years, 18 months. So you're going to have all of this energy. You're going to have all of this. And you probably will look at us and go, I know, I know that you've already beaten us once this season. But you're probably going to look at it and go, imagine if we can beat these. You, you know, there's there's a few of those clubs that you will be doing that in the league with, mm. the likes of Bradford, Leighton Orient, us. You know, whereas there's going to be other teams this league where you kind of look at it and go, mm, don't know, crawling rubbish, Stevenage, uh, whatever. You know, that kind of stuff. Whereas with us, it'll be exciting. And, and the players, I will imagine, will be up for it. We've got to be up for it as well. Um, I think because do owe you, I think it'll be exciting, but I think we'll edge it and I'll go three two. Okay, Claire, I echo all of that apart from the scoreline. I'm going to say that it's going to be you know uh, a bit um a bit extreme at points. It'll be a kind of a thrill going into the uh, into extra time, and then I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna clinch it with a a fourth goal in like the ninety third <laughs> minute or something ridiculous like that, just to bring it home in true style. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going for the opposite of both of you. I'm going to go for that 
the mat is going to be drilling into the players to keep it tight. I, I'm going to go for a, a sneaky 1 0 um, and keep us all nervous and hanging on an early goal and keep us all hanging on while the pressure comes on and on and on and on. And we all go. I don't home. think my heart could take no, no, I don't think I can take a 4 3 win either. So. I'd love is I, I'd love it either either my or Claire's predictions to be right, but all of the goals happen in the last ten minutes. Yeah, so <laughs> there's that leave <laughs> leave a nil nil draw, boring game, and then suddenly it, the two managers go right now. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, a like in the Rocky. Match. Yeah, um, and Claire, um, you reminded me at the start of the call, uh-huh. and I promised I wouldn't forget, and I did absolutely forget. Who, who was your player of the day for yesterday? I'm giving it to Will Randall. Will Randall, just for that 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 goal. No, he played really well last night. Uh, did he get man of the match as well? I don't remember who got man of the match. I think I was too no. busy, uh, you know, Roughly. floating on air out of the ground, <laughs> yeah. to be quite honest. Does that really say third? <laughs> just, just, I can't. Please. If this is beyond anything in my wildest dreams, you know, kind of. Yeah. For years and years of being a Sutton supporter, just this is just unreal. we've been we've been standing on the, on the Ryman League terraces, um, watching. I don't want to disrespect any teams, but Hastings. Um, who else was down at Margate? We played a couple of times. Just as any well. team in Essex on a Tuesday <laughs> night when it's pissing down with rain. You know, you've you've suffered through those things. So this is just. This is insane. This is mental. See, normally I'd go onto a podcast like this, uh, you know, an opposition podcast, and I'd just be like, right, I'm just going to have a bit of banter. I'll throw some stuff at you. You're too nice. <laughs> oh, no. Both of you. I, I, feel, I feel really happy for you. You know, yeah, it's so nice. It's this is a dream. It's brilliant for you. You're too Honestly. nice about it. I would turn around and say, don't worry, you'll be back in fourth on Saturday. But, you know, I can't. I can't do it. But even then, we'd still be happy. <laughs> don't get us wrong. We'd still be like, we're still fourth. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for your time, guys. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, do chuck in any comments in the chat. I do like to, to read them. It does give my ego a little um, massage after I recover from the fact people are actually listening to me. Um, and we will be back on Sunday. Um, I can't actually remember who I've got on Sunday. Um, I've got Harrogate, uh, a guy called Jordan from Harrogate, and I've got JR coming on on Saturday as well. Um, Sunday, even, because the match is Saturday. That would be a bit silly to have them on Saturday, wouldn't it? Um, so take care. Thanks for listening, and see you all soon. Thank you. Podcast Network.